I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503 503- 225 I'd like to say hello to everybody in Aftermath chat. we got the video up and running tonight. Yeah, I uh, washed my face for the entire affair, so I'm on camera right now. <laughs> Ron is positioning everything perfect for the show tonight. I'm excited because uh, we had a hard time getting the camera back up after all the power failures and problems we've had. We had internet. I got internet last night. Yay. I didn't even talk about that. But you know what's good about having internet? It gave me an opportunity to go back over notes. It gave me the opportunity to go back over some of the things I wanted to talk about a week ago. Don't know how I'm going to get back to them. I'll, I'll find a way to work them into the conversation. But one of the things that I realized is uh, last night's show, and I, I can't say enough about David Knight and how well the show was, how good it worked out, how I think we captured a lot of great stuff with regard to the... World Economic Forum and how they all meet and they're all crazy guys and they want to ban coffee and they want to ban cows and they go, you know, oh, they want to ban rice too. I didn't get to that, but uh, they're saying that rice also contributes to greenhouse gases and we need to eliminate rice. Now, can you imagine all these Asian countries that aren't going to be able to eat rice because they want to remove it? So no rice, no coffee, nothing. It, it's just, it, it's insane. And, you know, I was talking with uh, Ryan Gable this morning. I called him up and uh, I I told him, I said, there's uh, some things going on in Arizona that I want to get to tonight. I want to get your opinion on these things. And of course, it's the it's the uh, the story about uh, the uh, the situation where we know of a certain GOP chair that got uh, recorded. And uh, Carrie Lake was there during the recording. We'll get to that coming up. It's going to be an interesting interesting thing to talk about literally i i don't know get your opinion on it but uh i was talking with ryan and we're talking about carrie lake talking about a few things and i said to him i said you know it just seems to me that if people are not wisened to the idea that everybody in washington are psychopaths that they're just crazy this should be the perfect example of this and you know uh, and he said to me he says well have you been reading the wall street journal this morning and i said no he says pick up the wall street journal and look at the op-ed. And so I did. I uh, he's actually he sent me the link to the Washington, uh, well, sorry, the Wall Street Journal. It wasn't Washington Post. It was Wall Street Journal. So the Wall Street Journal, their editorial team, writes about Nikki Haley, and uh, it was this subtle or lack of subtlety. I don't know, uh, but it needs to be brought up. But the Wall Street Journal literally applauded Nikki Haley for her tenacity, for staying the course because they said, quote, strange things can happen with candidates who are this old and disliked by a majority of the public. The 2024 election may have more twists before the Trump versus Biden die is cast. That's what the Wall Street Journal is saying. Good job, because you don't know if, well, one of them's going to die. You don't know if uh, one will drop out. You don't know. I mean, and... uh They continue to say this. It said, quote, if she can remain competitive, 
There's an argument for Ms. Haley to stay in the race through the July convention. Mr. Trump faces a treacherous legend, I say, sorry, a treacherous legal road. And one of the cases against him could go to trial if he's convicted of a felony. 42% of voters in New Hampshire and nearly a third of Iowa's Republicans caucuses, all the goers said Mr. Trump would be unfit for the presidency. And that would mean that he can't win. So in that case, Ms. Haley should stay in the race, rack up delegates, and see what happens if he's found guilty. So if if uh, all that doesn't happen, then if Trump wins the nomination but loses in November, then Nikki Haley will be able to say that she took the risk to warn the party, and then in 2024, no Nikki Haley for president, but by 2028, maybe Nikki Haley for president? Go Team Nikki, right? I uh, No, I don't know. I know a lot of people are, are, are becoming uh, annoyed by her. And uh, the situation with the election, I think, is becoming just like I imagined it would be. Many, you know, the stuff that got me into trouble years ago, even before COVID, where I was saying, you know, here's the thing. We got these geriatric candidates being seen as incompetent. And every day, that's what we hear. Oh, they're incompetent. They're incompetent. Donald Trump wants to be dictator. You know, Biden can't make a sentence to save his life he looks lost when he's on the stage he has to get jill to help him around um but see that's the thing is that the criticisms have been laid heavily on joe biden for good reason because joe does look like he's lost okay he looks like he's you know he's fading uh but the media has been trying to find the same types of behavior without of donald trump and yes both are older men both are showing signs of aging and the possibility of them having another term and dying in office is highly probable. And that's why this election is not just about who is running for president, but who is going to be the vice president. Okay. Think about that. It's safe to say that at the moment, both Republicans and Democrats are very worried about the possibility of a president Kamala Harris. Okay. And there's a lot of reasons for that. First of all, when she was running for president, nobody wanted her to be president. And, and, and it's really cynical for me or cynical for anyone to say that, okay, let's bring her in. There's so many things about her that, you know, exemplify America. She's a woman of color. She's this, 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 and this. She's that, 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 and that. But she's ineffective. Kamala Harris is ineffective. Yeah, okay. She's a vacuous diva, full of herself, Constantly milking her woman of color prestige. And she, lately I've been noticing something about her that makes me feel uneasy, okay? It's not just the cackle. I mean, we everything she does, if she's uncomfortable, you know, she she's like a stoner that, uh, you know, just discovered Cheech and Chong on a YouTube channel. That, that That's what I think about her when she starts laughing. You know, it's like Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> you know, sitting in front of the TV, noticing a Cheech and Chong uh, bit, and they're stoned out of their minds. That's Kamala Harris, okay? So she's vacuous, using her woman of color, and, and there's something else, too. And that's a catchphrase that I'm hearing her say a lot, and I want to point it out to you. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if this is some sort of a trigger or a tick, or maybe she's losing her mind. I don't know. 503 That's 503-225-0860. Back with more Ground Zero. Don't go away.
You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.